Hashtag SAFM Weekend View. 14 minutes after 6 o'clock right here on The Weekend View. Thank you for staying with us. We start here this morning, less than a week after Palestinians marked the annual day of commemoration of their displacement that preceded, the, that preceded and followed Israel's establishment. Thousands of Israeli nationalists on Thursday marched into the Muslim quarter of Jerusalem's old city for the flag parade, which is part of Israel's Jerusalem Day, marking Israel's capture of east of Jerusalem in the 19th 67 war. The march has increasingly become a show of force for Jewish ultra-nationalists, while for Palestinians it is seen as a blatant provocation undermining their ties to the city. The march was punctuated by heated confrontations with shouts of death to Arabs and other slogans. The march was allowed to go ahead despite fears the event could spark renewed violence following days of cross-border fire with Palestinian militant fighters in Gaza last week. How does this bode for Israeli and Palestinian coexistence? We're joined on the line by Rolene Marx, who is the spokesperson of the South African Zionist Federation. Rolene, a very good morning to you, and thank you very much for joining us on The Weekend View. Give us a sense of what the significance of the flag parade is. Good morning, Sebenzila. Good to talk to you. Well, first of all, uh, let's put some context. This was not a march of ultra-nationalists. This was a march of 50,000 Israelis from across the country celebrating the reunification of Jerusalem. Jerusalem has been the capital of the Jewish people since the time of King David. The march goes through the old city, the city of King David, whose tower stands uh, above all. And yes, there were pockets of extremists, extremists who have been condemned by our police and by our government, and, and also provocations on both sides. You know, while there were some disgusting pockets uh, making racist uh, chants and were subsequently arrested, there were also provocations from the Palestinian side. So I think we have to be extremely, extremely balanced. And when we talk about the displacement of people, let's also look at history and context, because that is very, very important. If we go back to what was then uh, the British mandate, when the area was divided between the Arabs of the time, there were no Palestinians as we know them today, that term only came about in 1964. When the the area was divided between Jews and Arabs, Jews accepted a far uh, smaller portion that was allocated to the Arabs, who then their leaders encouraged their people to leave until they had driven the Jews into the sea and combined with five armies, went to war against the Jewish people. And we also can't forget the 850,000 Jews forcibly expelled from MENA countries, that's Middle East and North African countries. So I think when we're talking about the Flag Day Parade and we go to 1967 and we talk about the reunification of of, um, Jerusalem, rather, we have to look at the historical context. And we also have to remember small pockets of extremists that are roundly condemned and arrested by our police forces 
and our government do not represent the entirety of the country. Sure. They certainly take take advantage of this as well. I, I, I don't know, Rowling, if perhaps you're suggesting that um, reports of, of chants such as death to Arabs and, and, and the I suppose the, 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 the violence that, that comes with that, the underlying racism, if you will, that comes with that as well, that that should be ignored. I mean, is, is that not perhaps uh, something that uh, you you all, in fact, should call out because it's, it's often um, then associated or characterized in such a way that that, that, that is the full extent of, of, what, of what the march is about and what the, the significance of the flag parade is about? Well, first of all, I think we must remember, again, 50,000 people marched peacefully. These were small groups of extremists, and they have been condemned, and they have been arrested. There were also provocations from Palestinians as well, so that both sides are equally to blame. And, and there's no doubt there are extremists in uh, this government, and this is why you see thousands, hundreds of thousands of Israelis protesting all the time because we are protesting some of the uh, overhauls and the propositions that they are, are trying to put forward. This is also why you are seeing divisions starting to grow within the coalition government because uh, we are at a stage where we will just not tolerate this anymore. Even last week with our military operation against the over 100 rockets that were fired at us two weeks ago, which sparked last week's events, we even had our upper echelons of our security not sharing it with our national security minister because uh, they don't trust him at all. So we are seeing those chasms against these type of extremists starting to grow in our coalition government. And that is why you're seeing hundreds of thousands of Israelis taking to the streets and saying, we will not tolerate uh, some of their propositions. The recent round of conflict in Gaza just, you know, ended only just a few days ago. Are there fears of escalation of the violence, particularly also um, after after the parade? Perhaps a, a secondary question to that as well, Rowling, is I think people really the world over wonder how how close we are or how much further are we from, in fact, some sort of a peaceful and coexistence between Israel and Palestine? Well, I think that's a very, very good question. I think that's a very, very fair question because, uh, you know, there are always concerns that we might see cross-border violence. We know that there were protests on the border in Gaza and uh, we had threats from Hamas threatening to not only rain rockets down and they sent uh, warning rockets into the sea on Wednesday, but we also had them threatening to send the incendiary balloons and explosive devices that they have been sending over years into Israeli territory. And these are balloons with Molotov cocktails, with IEDs attached, and when they land on the, on the ground, they set fire to huge swathes of very, very important agricultural land and nature reserves. So there's always that concern. And over the past week, we had Iron Dome batteries stationed across the country. But thank goodness, everything seems to have gone back to a state of calm. And, and I think what we need now 
from both sides are the Mandelas and the Declacs. We need uh, the people that are, are prepared, the leaders that are prepared to sit down at a negotiating table and say, right, uh, all that is happening is a perpetual cycle of violence. We now need to sit and, uh, and, and talk mm. and look at ways forward. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, Rolene Marks, spokesperson of the South African Zionist Federation.